Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Clinical Pearls. We all know that some things in medicine have a really bizarre history, like the whole notion of hysteria and how women were called hysterical. What's even weirder is the proposed treatment for that condition, but that was a separate podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about the strange yet creative idea behind putting metal spoon-like devices inside the vagina during childbirth to help fetal delivery. Let's talk about that. First, some historical context. Remember that childbirth in the 18th century, that's the 1700s, was a risky event. It wasn't until the mid-19th century, that's the late 1880s, when the concept of hand washing before assisting vaginal delivery, a concept introduced by Ignace Samuelweiss, was even around. Remember that childbirth fever or postpartum metritis was a huge cause of peripartum death, as was exsanguination from acne. It is also in this 18th and early 19th century that fetal intrapartum death was high because of obstructed or protracted labor. So, this is our setting for this story. This context is in France in the middle of the 18th century. So, we're talking about the mid-1700s. Obstetrical forceps has a curious and a secret history, but that's pretty illustrative of general medical practice in the 16th and 17th centuries, when practitioners would stumble across some new intervention or treatment that actually worked, but kept it close by in fear that somebody would steal their precious invention. The instrument was said to have been invented by William Chamberlain. This was a French surgeon who had fled France in 1569 as a result of the prosecution of the Huguenots. This forceps consisted of two cupping blades which held the fetal head as if between two hands. Now, very few documents are actually around as to how William Chamberlain even came up with this idea. These blades could be inserted separately and their handles were then fastened or joint so that they could attempt to ease out the fetal head. This instrument became a closely guarded Chamberlain secret, allowing very few to no one access to them and this was usually done under the cover of blankets or sheets so nobody would see the instruments in use. William Chamberlain, together with his sons, used their forcep creation to great commercial success. However, apart from this Chamberlain secret, they seemed to possess a little to no surgical skill, even though they were known as a family of surgeons. So, some medical historians make the claim that their forcep creation may have been acquired by purchase from some other obscure or forgotten practitioner never again talked about by the Chamberlains. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. William's son, Peter Chamberlain, became so successful that he attended Queen Anne, the wife of James I, for her delivery. This appears, however, to have gone to his head, and although he remained a surgeon, and at that time surgeons were not able to dispense medications, he frequently resorted to the lucrative practice of prescribing medications to high society patients. This was his prerogative, but because of this, he was summoned before the College of Physicians, where the famed Dr. William Harvey, also a fellow of the College of Physicians, charged Chamberlain with malapraxia. If you know what that is, that's medical malpractice. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Awaiting his trial, he was put in Newgate Prison, only when the Queen ordered the Archbishop of Canterbury to intercede on Chamberlain's behalf was he released. This incident seemed to have little effect on his practice, for he later attended Queen Henrietta Maria, who was wife of Charles I, using his forceps to deliver her of a fetal death in 1628. During the course of his duties, he would certainly have encountered Dr. Harvey, who was now the king's physician. However, historical writings actually show no record of them ever meeting. The Chamberlain family had now become rich through their secret forcep use and purchased land in Kent. The forceps would remain a lucrative Chamberlain family secret for well over a century until it fell into the hands of a family member, Hugh Chamberlain. In 1685, he published a work entitled Man Medicum, a small treatise on the art of general medicine. This included descriptions of the forcep. Now, in keeping with family tradition, he too would be summoned before the College of Physicians and charged with illegal practice of medicine. Remember, he had no formal medical training, but he remained unabashed and continued to operate as a man midwife who prescribed a variety of medications on the side, and he too went to court. But this time, Queen Anne, wife of James II, came to his rescue. Such was his success that his ambitions now began to extend beyond medicine. Around 1690, he issued a pamphlet entitled Dr. Hugh Chamberlain's Proposal to Make England Rich and Happy and had various proposals on how individuals could purchase land and basically become famous real estate agents. Not bad for a non-formally trained physician. 
But Chamberlain ended up in Holland, where he fell on such hard times that around 1720, he sold the secret of the forceps to a Dutch surgeon. And in 1735, an Essex surgeon named Edmund Chapman published a picture of the forceps, but it actually drew little attention. Now, 12 years later, a Dutch surgeon would break his oath and publish the use of the secret for general knowledge. This was in 1750, and that physician was William Smeal. Smeal published in Midwifery and also described the various uses and modifications of the forcep that we now know today. And so is the history of the forceps. Where it actually started with the Chamberlain family or someone else is unclear. But what is clear is that it had a rather strange history. From physicians being thrown to court and being charged with malpractice for keeping a secret and not divulging its use, to eventually fall into the hands of a Dutch physician who modified it into the instrument we now know today. So such is the way of medicine at times. Thanks for listening to this historical perspective on Clinical Pearls. We'll see you next time.